What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Matty Pace coming at you live from the Matty Mo Show, the host, the most mojo. Kicking off episode 550, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 550, how nifty. But if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Matty Mo Show, thank you for lending me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Matty Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listen and download. No. You can also hop on to MattyMoShow.com where we got it going on with the latest and greatest for your daily entertainment. You can get to all my shows from up there, the links to to my YouTube channel, IG, Facebook, Twitter, Spotify, you name it, it's up there, so go check it out, MattyMoShow.com, where you can also subscribe and become a member all for free, baby, that's right, and if you got Apple Podcasts, be sure to hit up the Matty Mo Show, leave your boy a nice little rate and review, but without any further ado, it is my distinct honor and pleasure to deliver straight to you, episode 550, ladies and gentlemen, that one that is so nifty and just so happens to land on none other than the super, the sexy, the super sexy. Saturday, ladies and gentlemen, that's right, and tonight is all about hentai and anime play, you know what I'm saying? Now, I just want to give everyone a shout out. Thank you for tuning in to last night's episode 549 on the Risky Frisky Friday that was cuckold. That one got a crazy amount of views and a crazy amount of feedback, so shout out to you, but tonight is even better anime play. Now, the reason I did cuckold last night was because, well, that is a subject and uh, a topic that has always intrigued and interested me, and I think that it's always been on a lot of people's minds, and people have even searched for it in porn, but you won't hear people come out and say it much like I will so I felt like bringing that little subject to light so thank you for everyone tuning in but tonight we are moving on to something similar that sparks my interest and that is anime anime and hentai because quite honestly that is one thing that I've never really like gotten into you know what I'm saying in the in the realm of porn topics that I have looked at that has definitely never been one of them I mean I have seen funny little things like I mean they do it on like Family Guy The Simpsons Marge Simpson they, they have a whole bunch of different style anime out there which is hilarious to me sometimes I mean they even got crazy like aliens and like all this crazy stuff but I am here to break down to you exactly why anime and why people love hentai Japanese anime porn in Hong Kong especially because their suppressed sexual desire and interest in Japanese culture play a part now before I hop into that I want to just give to you since 2019 isn't quite up yet in the uh, the polls and stats aren't in 2018's most searched for terms on Pornhub, you know, trendy terms aside, Pornhub's top four searches by volume remain the same from 2017 to 2018, and they included lesbian, MILF, stepmom, and hentai. That's right. Contrary to popular belief, men are not just interested in youthful bodies, notes Dr. Lori. They like the idea of an older, experienced woman and may care less about the perfection of her body for the stepmom category. And I can't really explain in America the uh, the love for hentai, but I am about to get into it for the love of it in Hong Kong. Now, hentai means perverse sexual desire, and can feature anything from huge sex organs to alien tentacles. Experts say Hong Kongers conservatism and love of Japanese culture, as well as a lack of sex education, drives their interest in it. Now, if you don't already know about Japan and Hong Kong, like all those places, man, they are very strict. They are very conservative. I mean, you, they'd probably chop your hand off if they found out you were masturbating under the age of 18. You know what I'm saying? Now, this whole article I'm about to read to you, very interesting. And it's actually very credible. It's scmp.com if you want to go on and check it. But anyways, here it is. So, embarrassed but fascinated. 
Eva first stumbled across hentai porn at the age of 15 while looking for video games on the internet. Since then, the Hong Kong office worker who was born and raised in the city and requested an anonymity has developed a passion for the genre of Japanese anime that translates as perverse sexual desire. Hentai has many sub-genres that, among others, can feature things such as exaggerated sex organs, bestiality, lollycon, sexual attraction of preteen girls, uh, dick girls, girls with penises, and aliens. Some positions or settings are difficult to be shown in real action porn movies, says Eva, who is 25, explaining why she is attracted to hentai. For examples, there are subgenres called tentacles, women mating with alien tentacles. It would look wrong in a real porn movie because it would just be CG, you know, computer graphics. Um, Eva is far from alone in her interest. According to statistics from Pornhub, the world's largest pornography website, Hong, Konger, Hong Kongers top site search in 2017 was Japan and the top category was hentai. Now, Katrine Jacobs is an associate professor of cultural and religious studies at the Chinese University of Hong Kong who specializes in sexuality and pornography. She attributes the popularity of hentai in the city to the interest in exotic Japanese culture. In quotes, it's not a surprise to me because the culture of manga and anime has been popular in Hong Kong since the 1960s. The viewers project their sexual desires on Japanese culture, she says. According to Jacobs, people are more drawn to ideas and concepts to which they are constantly exposed. It is part of the culture of otaku, obsessive interest, especially in manga and anime. Otaku consumers are even more used to extreme representation of sexist and misogynist porn. Jason Ho Kahang, an assistant professor at the University of Hong Kong School of Humanities, who teaches courses on gender and sexuality, believes the attraction of hentai is the fantasy and the escape it offers from a stifling conservative culture, which to me, in the United States, we might not be as conservative as like a place as Hong Kong, but I find a lot of people definitely would use that as a little fantasy and escape, because man, when people treat you bad, the last thing you want to do is imagine another person having sex and get off to it, so they rather paint images in their mind or go on and search hentai with the crazy little alien tentacles and, you know, dicks and things like that. Now, the bigger the suppression, the larger the pushback. Hong Kong is relatively conservative and hentai is visually quite stimulating, he says. For Eva, the escape is a large part of the appeal we all know it's fantasy, it's not real. Sometimes we need a place to imagine. All we need to do is to separate imagination from reality. Eva also thinks that women shouldn't feel ashamed about watching porn, as it is an urge that probably stems from growing up believing they that should not talk about sex or sexual desires up in Hong Kong. You know what I'm saying? That's not what a good girl should discuss, she says. Why should women feel ashamed to watch porn? Men can openly talk about porn and women, but why can't women do the same? Women have their sexual desires and sexual interests too. It's natural to imagine and explore sex. However, there are concerns that for youngsters today, hooked on digital devices where pornography is just a click away pornography, this may be where they go looking for information about sex. Inadequate sex ed in Hong Kong schools may not be helping. Now, hentai is an exaggerated porn of tortured, submissive women. Its grotesque flesh cannot look like that in a real life. It's a kind of misrepresentation, said Katrian Jacobs. In 2016, a survey by the Family Planning Association of Hong Kong found that one-third of secondary school girls and 59% of boys had watched pornography up 
5 percentage points from 2011. One-fifth of those boys had viewed porn more than 15 times in the month before the survey. While the age of consent in Hong Kong is 16, a person has to be 18 to legally watch porn. Sex education in our textbooks only showed cross-sections and profiles of penises, vaginas, and wombs, and teachers tended to avoid talking too much about sexual intercourse, Eva says. We all grew up in a place where our sexual desires were suppressed. That's why we were so curious about it. Japanese porn, particularly the hentai popular among Hong Kongers, often depicts women or submissive, unwilling servants to male sexual appetites. It's an exaggerated porn of tortured, submissive women. It's grotesque, Jacob says. Flesh cannot look like that in real life. It's a kind of misrepresentation, as I already highlighted before that little paragraph. Ho says, watching porn definitely affects heterosexual relationships. He believes men may imitate male characters in the videos, leading to macho sexual and even sadistic behavior towards their partners. Vera Louis Wing Hang, founder of Hong Kong sex toy shop Sally Coco, intimate lifestyle store, and a YouTube personality, agrees that women can be victims of pornography. On one hand, students are more precautious, having their first sexual experience at a younger age, while on the other hand, their sexual knowledge is getting worse, said Jason Ho. Traditional male-targeted porn objectifies women. Some of our customers, after watching adult videos, think that their bodies have to look like the porn stars, like having no public hair or having a pink and symmetrical vagina, she says, but that's not true. Everyone is a different color. Men are also misrepresented in pornographic movies, usually being depicted as sexual predators, and the stereotype can take a toll on relationships. I have encountered many men who who are not eager to have sex. Their girlfriends want to, but they don't. They start to wonder whether they are abnormal because they have a low sexual desire, Louis says. Yet Jacobs explains pornography exists to satisfy sexual fantasies and is only really harmful when it becomes an addiction. The only negative thing would be that viewers are not exposed to other kinds of erotica. I hope people will be a bit more diversified, she said. In Hong Kong, which is notorious for its long working hours, the responsibility for sex education has shifted from parents to schools. However, statistics indicate that schools are not doing an adequate job. The Family Planning Association's report revealed that about one-fifth of teenagers ages 14 to 16 who had sexual intercourse believed they had insufficient knowledge about contraception, and more than half thought schools should provide more sex education. The paradox is that on one hand, students are more precautious having their first sexual experience at a younger age, while on the other hand, their sexual knowledge is getting worse, Ho says. Although most youngsters have sex for the first time at around the age of 19, almost 1 in 10 of those aged 18 to 27 having sex for the first time did not use any contraception the association found. They can get all sorts of sex information online. They probably know much more than we do, said sex education coordinator at Kauai Singh School. The current curriculum guideline on sex ed in secondary schools dates back to 1997 and covers topics such as gender equality, reproduction, family life, interpersonal relationships, sexually transmitted diseases, and marriage. The implementation of sex ed depends on a school's individual policies, though. The guideline serves only as a reference. Sex ed has never been an independent subject 
but integrated into morale and civic education. N.G. Men Loon, vice president of the Hong Kong Sex Education Association, helped draft the 1997 guideline, but says it is now insufficient. People these days face different sexual problems compared to 1997. Current sex ed is not enough to prepare a person for his or her future sexual problems. In one secondary school in Kwai Sing District, students have an average only four and a half hours of sex education in their entire six years of studies. The sex education coordinator who asked the school not to be named says it works with charities to organize workshops for students focusing on promoting healthy values and how to maintain a relationship instead of providing much factual sexual knowledge. Topics such as homosexuality, pornography, and masturbation aren't really covered at all, leaving big gaps in students' sexual knowledge. Ask who the students can go to for advice if they have sexual problems or are confused, the coordinator says they can get all sorts of information online. They probably know much more than we do. Now, many teachers lack the teaching resources, support, and time to effectively teach sex ed, according to a 2015 survey by the Hong Kong Federation of Youth Groups. NG says young people will watch porn regardless, but parents and teachers should watch porn with teenagers together and tell them what's realistic and what's not. Forbidding them to watch is not going to work. Eva says she didn't learn much about sex in the classroom back in her school days. I only learned the structure of our sexual organs. I learned more from the internet and porn, of course. But that's dangerous because we were too young to understand the difference between fantasy and reality. We might have believed that women really like to be treated rough. We might have missed the importance of safe sex, she says. And that's what Hong Kong society should do more. Educate students instead of suppressing them. So, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Quite a lengthy article, but one that I believe covers all facets on the little subject of hentai porn, because that right there has always been a mystery to me. And if you're wondering why hentai is so big in that culture, especially Japanese culture, now you know. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so you are welcome. Thank you again for tuning in to last night's cuckold episode. Hope you enjoyed anime play, and make sure you check back in with me tomorrow for Sonya Inspirations. But before I officially end tonight's Super Sexy Saturday. It is time for me to deliver the final thought. So stick around because that's coming at you live in three, two, one. Let's get it. It's okay to feel a certain way, but it's not okay to suppress how you feel just because of the fear of how someone else will perceive you. Oftentimes, we allow minute issues to build up and become bigger than they actually are, when really, we should either let it go and move on, or confront and cut it at the root. Don't let your emotions get the best of you, even though you are emotional. You have control and power to turn it all around. Let your light shine, share what's going on in your heart and mind, and don't be so worried about what other people are going to think about you. A lot of times we go through the same things, just on different levels. Life is always going to find a way to work out for you in the end. All you need to do is have faith and just live to the best of your ability, but do your best to not suppress how it is you feel because you are feeling that way for a reason that deserves to be discovered and resolved. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for tuning in to tonight's Super Sexy Saturday Anime Play. I hope you loved it. Hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to tune back in with me tomorrow for Sunday Inspirations. All right, baby? This is Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host of Most Mojo, saying one life, one love. I'm out.